The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. And yes, you may have guessed that um, due to the size and the duration of this week's podcast, it's uh, it's going to be a big one. It's a big one. Because this week, we're bringing you all of the audio from the Beer Tent event that we had this past weekend. Now, the event itself lasted for well over three hours Three and a bit hours, in fact, I think. Yeah, so we just hung out, we had cups of tea, and quite a few beers, and yeah, quite a lot of conversation and talking all about the piping and drumming season, and some incredible guests, and all of that will bring it all to this week's podcast. We figured, you know, we can't neglect our podcast audience, and we wanted to bring you guys a big bumper show for over the world championship season, and... Because we didn't have a Worlds, we all just kind of hung out together and had what we had. A big online live show presented on our YouTube channel. And by the way, for those of you who are going to listen to this week's podcast, and let's face it, you should because there's some amazing performances and interviews on here. uh, But yeah, you can go back now and re-watch the entire thing up there on our YouTube channel. You can go and watch these guys play and do their thing. There's such amazing performances I'm going to start naming names and then I'll neglect someone and miss someone and then it'll be a whole thing and it'll be something that Rab got wrong. Uh, but this week's episode, I have to say, it will be one of a difference. We don't have any listener mail this week. We're not talking about the latest piping news and because this past week there has actually been quite a lot, even though it was World's Week last week. Uh, believe it or not, there's been a lot moving and shaking in the piping world. But we'll bring that on next week's podcast. So... If you guys have any stories, any comments and such that you have on previous episodes or anything like that at all, then please do email us in. Our email address never changes. BigRabShow at gmail.com is our email address. There you are. Now, if this is your first Big Rab Show podcast, then um, <clears throat> where have you been? We've been doing this for ages now. Yeah, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Yeah, if it's got bagpipes in it, then we are the show for you. So, we want to hear from you. So, like we say at the start of each episode, we normally kick off with listener mail, but this week is different, and we won't be, unfortunately. I have to say, actually, just before we get into the Beer Tent event, I have to say a huge thank you uh, to everyone who's got in contact with me recently. Uh, who were actually concerned about my health and well-being. Uh, because, yeah, last week I was in the hospital and was not too certain if I would actually be able to do a podcast last week, never mind be able to do a beer tent event. But I have to say, the guys at the Big Rab Show team really pulled it out of the bag, and the show that we presented on Saturday, as you will now hear, was just simply epic. So that's full credit to the guys at the Rab Show team. Seriously, those guys worked crazy hard on this and we're all so very proud of it so guys this week's episode is a bumper episode so for those of you who hate long podcasts uh (laughs) is what i'll say yeah this is an episode of the rab show podcast that you'll possibly have to listen to 
in various different parts and two or three different sittings, and that's quite all right with us. We have presented, you know, very, very long podcasts before. Uh, Big Rab Show Live was one of them. We've done a couple of live shows, in fact, where the duration of the podcast extended well over an hour and a half to two hours. And we did feel that if we did break this episode up into part one and part two, we would be cheating you guys, really, and not letting you have the full flow of what exactly happened this past weekend. So... I think by way of an introduction, that is introduction enough. We hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, we really enjoyed putting this show together. It was months of work putting it all and uh, all onto the internet. And yeah, we are very proud of our efforts because it turned out fantastically. So let's get into things, shall we? But oh, yes, before we actually hit the play button on the beer tent... We have to say that at the end of the Beer Tent event, we actually opened our online store. So for those of you who want to help support us, of course, there is the Patreon where you can go click on support and you get all of that extra stuff on Patreon. But we've also opened our online store. So for you guys out there who really want to help support us and possibly pick yourself up some sweet Big Rab Show merch... Well, our brand new lineup of Rab Show merch is now available on thebigrabshow.com. So go and check that out. It's up on our website now. We have some pretty sweet infuser water bottles. So these aren't just your regular water bottles, but these are infusers, which are really cool, by the way. Uh, We also have bottle openers as well, because we all love to have a beer, especially during the summer months. And of course, we have now Big Rab Show face masks or face coverings, which, yeah... Very fashionable, with Big Rab Show logos all over the place. Go and check them out. They're all up there. BigRabShow.com. You can go and check the shop. And, yeah, tons of Rab Show merch for you guys to go and grab. All right. I really hope you enjoy this one, guys. This one's been months worth of work piecing this together, and we really hope that you enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it, shall we? Let's press play. LoneStarPiper.com, serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com, offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums, and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. We are live on YouTube! Yeah. Yay! Yeah. The Big Rab Show Beer Tent is here! And uh, can I just say how many weeks of preparation have went into this thing? It's a little bit of a nightmare. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so meet the Big Rab Show team. We have Deej McIntosh, give us a wave. Hello. We have Andrew Shilliday. Hello, Hello, Andrew. We have Alicia Dixon-Hamilton, of course. Hello. And we have hey. Aaron McElwain. So guys, Big Rab Show team, can we, first of all, at the very beginning, say that this beer tent idea is a huge experiment? We don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> we hope, oh, geez, oh, in man. advance. 
Ah, you talk about technical problems. I was about to throw this laptop at the wall two or three times at least this past, this past couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know. Nightmare. But hopefully we'll get there. We'll get there. We have an incredible lineup of guests. I'm sure you guys will agree. We've got some real clinkers coming in. I can't wait to chat to some of these folks. Uh, we also have some special performances as well. Uh, but before we get to those, I wanted to chat to you guys about the lack of a season. 2020 has been a bit of a crappy year for pipe bands, I think. You guys agree? Totally. Totally. <laughs> You've all gone shy on me. I think we're all done. It has been we're a bit rubbish. Done. Yeah. We're just done. We've done with Rona and everything that goes along with her. We're done. Yeah. This whole lockdown thing's been done now. We've had our few days inside and we were kind of sick of it now. No, <laughs> no, it's certainly not. Uh, this Zoom thing is something that we're getting used to as well. I'm only still getting to grips with the technology and that. Uh, dude, you were chatting to us a while ago on a previous Rab Show video about how Olipul and your teaching as well, it's all been done over video. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a nightmare. I, I've made it very clear on numerous occasions I hate technology. Um, <laughs> so point. this this beer tent today is your living nightmare then, I yes. suppose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have... Lots of these. Good man. Yes, good man yourself. As I said, it is a beer tent. Has everybody bought a drink with them? Yeah, I got myself a mug of tea and a big Rabjo mug. There you go. I have your gorgeous mug. mug. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic stuff. So, guys, this time last year would have been the World Championships. And it's honestly heartbreaking. I've been getting, I don't know if you guys seen it. I got a video sent to me earlier on this morning of Buchanan Street in Glasgow. Yeah. And there's one guy standing there piping for the whole city that would have been full of piping and drumming at this time. I don't know. It's now just after two o'clock on the Saturday. What would you guys have been doing at this stage? Um, well, I think for me, first of all, because Class Kelt is our first year going into grade one, mm. we would have hoped to have qualified yesterday in our first year. And yeah. why it would be really, really bad. That's if, uh, if we had qualified. Obviously, if we hadn't made qualification, I'd have had little to do today, so I probably could have went and been a drum major for the day, just for the crack. There you go, yeah. Or actually hung out in the beer tent. Keep my record That's, of coming yeah. consistently last and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alicia, what about yourself then? Uh, how would you spend your worlds? If I had been competing, I think well, probably at this stage would have been watching the juveniles and then Tommy churning, waiting to see if you've made the final or not. Mm. Because obviously they announced that in the arena. So everybody, all the seniors are called over or the adults, uh, as they're called, majors are called over. And then the eight names are read aloud and Mm -hmm. you're told what draw you're in, what heat. As you say, you get the nuts in the stomach, that kind of thing. And you go, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Did you tell about yourself, mate? This this would have been plastic. (laughs) (laughs) It's better plastic. It does. I th- I think it does. In a plastic glass in the in the in the rain. You know, there is something about Glasgow rain as well that helps flavour your pint, I think. Yeah. There's no rain today though. I'm, I'm no. being squished with everybody. Right. <laughs> Packed in like sardines. <laughs> Andrew, that. what about that. yourself? You guys and Tully Lagan would have been uh, obviously heading to the, the worlds at this stage last yeah, year we, when you just lifted it. Yeah, we would have been hopefully uh, plan and, and give her her best shot in 3A this year and give her her best um, oh, and 
sort of less than like meeting up like with good old friends and stuff as well like even over the whole week you know yeah piping live missing a lot missing a lot of it it is it's kind of it's i don't know it's the whole sadness i suppose we all feel because we can't group up together as mates and share a drink or two in the sunshine as it would be today i'm looking out the window the sun's splitting the stones it's amazing out there this is not world's weather no the last five worlds that i went to it is absolutely (laughs) bucketed down it's been washouts each time you know you're standing with umbrellas watching the grade one qualifiers and being a bit wet and a bit sad yeah I know. Get to Saturday and it's kind of changeable. Uh, that's it. But I don't know what's going on today. It's insane. I think someone's laughing at us, to be honest. Guys, looking back at 2019, that's possibly all we can do this year. And we've done a whole big range of videos right here on our YouTube channel of our replay series. All of you guys have been involved in making those videos. And it's, what did you guys think of making those replay videos? Do you enjoy the process? I really enjoyed it because. I would love to progress on to being an adjudicator. So mm. to be looking at all the different elements and the critique and stuff like that, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Go, say, yeah. So thank you for the opportunity to do that. Not at all. It's great to have you on board. Yeah. Andrew, you had the job of editing all of these and putting them together. You had possibly the toughest job, <laughs> I think. How did you find it, mate? Well, uh, I had no training or anything in any of this kind of stuff, but I, I just, it's, it is a wee bit of a hobby, putting a couple of videos together. So uh, it's, it's been, been a great experience doing it, though. It, it has took, like, the first few videos took me weeks just to put yeah. together and then started to get a wee bit more efficient later on, but that's it. Uh, it took a wee while to get there, but we did eventually. Yeah. yeah. So, I have to say a personal highlight of mine from last year was, of course, Big Rab Show Live at Piping Live. What what an awesome event that was. Andrew, you're actually wearing the shirt from Rab Show Live. There you go. G1 Rage. Shameless promotion there. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. For those of you who don't know what Rab Show Live was, we do have an episode of the podcast that was recorded of that. We also have a complete video where you can watch the entire thing. That's on the YouTube channel here and down too. But Aaron, just to give people a bit of a clue as to what happened at Rab Show Live last year, I think we have a bit of a video then to show folks just what went on. <laughs> Not bad at all. A lot of good memories there, actually. I, I loved that time. I have to say massive, massive thank you to the guys at G1 Reads for hosting that event. Um, there has been rumors about whether Big Rab Show Live will return to Piping Live. Quite possibly. We don't know. Uh, but obviously, Piping Live hasn't really happened in the same way as it did last year. Uh, did any of you guys catch any of the Piping Live stuff from this year? No. <laughs> None of it at all, no. There was a lot of ticketed events. Now, whether People have been asking me whether you can actually go back and watch them again. Not entirely sure, to be honest, uh, whether the replay option is there available or not. Uh, just on the technical side, I think we're having a little bit of stuttering in the video and stuff. We're doing what we can. Uh, Aaron, see, whenever you're sharing videos and stuff, can you share the computer sound as well? I think we're some computer issues there, possibly okay. as well with the sound. So we're getting to grips with it. We're getting there. We're getting there. So to Alicia, Deej, Andrew, and Aaron... Thank you all for all of your continued hard work on the Rab Show team. Honestly, it means the world to everyone out there. So thank you. I want to say thanks from everyone watching. 
Grand. So, again, uh, I think we're nearly ready for our first guest now at this point. Yeah. Now, he was actually was featured in Big Rab Show Live. Of course, you guys know who I'm going to be talking to. Yeah, everyone's nodding their head or looking at me blankly. <laughs> we have Mr. Scott Wallace who's going to be joining us for a chat. But uh, first of all, we're going to, yeah, I think we're going to have a bit of a, a tune from him here, I think, first of all. Uh, we'll bring all of you guys back on the Rab Show team in a bit, of course. You can join us for the chat with Scott if you want, or you can go and have a mug of tea, and we'll see you all later. Uh, but for now, I think we'll have a tune from Scott Wallace, I think, Aaron. Fantastic stuff. It's really difficult not to tap your foot along with that. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you to Scott Wallace for sending that in to us. And um, with a bit of luck, hopefully we'll have Scott joining us uh, shortly. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Scott, what about you, mate? How's it going? 
Not no, too he, bad. We just had a listen to you perform in there. Do you, do you want to tell us about that track, actually? What was that? Yeah, so I was actually just sitting talking to my flatmate here um, about that. Um, my flatmate is Andrew Brody, who was also in the in the, in the video. Oh, right. So you room with Andrew then. Nice. Yeah, um, you, uh, yeah of course, we've done the, the theme tune for you guys. Um, the Rab Show Hornpipe, yeah. <laughs> we, we, were just, we were just sitting talking about it and, say, and I was saying, like, do you ever like write music like that or listen to listen back to something you've done weeks ago and think like how how did we actually where did that come from you know how did that how did we actually do that you know that's kind of that's kind of we actually haven't listened to that track now in a while so kind of, i'm thinking like oh, I, I remember doing that now you know i don't really remember doing that and that kind of thing so, so it all comes back really yeah, when you're watching it again yeah absolutely so what's that track called then that track is called constant there you go. Um, and was this and, all done during lockdown and all of that? Uh, it was literally only done a couple of weeks ago. So, um, oh, really? <laughs> yep. So, basically, what has happened? What has happened in my life? And um, what has happened with Indigenous and stuff? I no longer work for um, for for Jock. I'm no longer at G1. So I've, I've moved back down to Glasgow now. Um, I'm pretty much out on my own with with Indigenous music. So, um, during lockdown, it's been given like it's basically been it's been quite. I've, I've been trying to write a lot and trying to keep myself pr- as productive as possible and, and, and just try and stay on top of things, you know, because you know yourself whenever you, you, know, you lie back on, on certain things, you, you, become, you, you become naturally uh, lethargic. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've kind of, I know people say, you know, you shouldn't actually actively sit and write music, but I've been trying to do that to keep my hand and my ear and stuff in. So, yep, the short answer to that question is, yeah, it was that was all done during lockdown um, a couple of weeks ago, so... There you go. So that was going to be one of my big questions for you, Scott. We do know you have a book out called Indigenous that people can go and buy. Shameless plug. Uh, but you are still writing then. You are still composing on that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I have my own, I launched the website at this, basically the start of lockdown. So um, it's just www.indigenous-music.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the book, basically there's not going to be any more hard copies of the book printed that's the that's that's over and done with so yeah, kind of yeah. that was quite cool if anybody did have the book you know in 20 years time that they're going to be one of the only people that did have this i thought that yeah. was quite kind of a cool idea um but you i've went pdf down with everything it's just it's easier for people more than anything it's really mm-hmm. you new know, because it's the same as albums you no know, not everybody listens to an entire album they go and want they'll maybe want one single or one track off the album so yeah. it's all my tunes are available. If you want the whole book, it's there. If you want just a single tune, it's it's there. Um, so that was kind of the idea behind that. I'm still writing, so I'm not writing an Indigenous two as such. Um, I've changed the color of the. I've kept the logo the same, but changed the color of it, and I'm kind of going down like a Indigenous ice, Indigenous earth, Indigenous. Oh, kind of love that. So, That's yeah, cracking this, ideas. This, this section at the minute's Indigenous ice. I haven't really done much marketing about it or, or posted that terrible much, but that's kind of my, what my idea is. Well, here you are now. You're telling folks about it. So there you go. Uh, so what was the website again then, Scott? Where can people check this out? Uh, www.indigenous-music.com. There you are. So go and check that out. I know it's a shameless plug, sure. but that, that's what we do here. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad for the exposure. Um, so, yeah, so the likes of the, the likes of Constant is on the, is on the website. Um, all the tunes from the, from Indigenous are all on the website, and the, anything new that I put up, um, I'm the same as yourselves. I'm having a little bit of a technical issue with with the whole thing. Um, yeah. 
So I will eventually, on my YouTube channel, I will eventually put up recordings of every single tune. There you go. So that people right. can actually hear what the, you know, what the, the, what, what they want, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but I'm having technical difficulties with that at the minute. So I know, it. I know. It's, a, it's an absolute nightmare, I think it'd be fair to say, dealing with technology sometimes. But it's the nature of things now. During lockdown, I suppose, that's what we have to cope with. Uh, obviously, you're a front-ranked piper with the Field Marshal Montgomery. How have you guys been coping with lockdown and the use of technology in uh, that? Pretty much just the same as everybody else. We've been having our you know, our band quizzes and stuff and and that kind of thing, but the band, you know, as you know, is just completely shut down. We haven't practiced with together. We have been looking at maybe getting back and doing some sort of social distancing thing. Um, mm. Just to, just to, like obviously, there's nothing to practice for, so it's more about just keeping the, the camaraderie and the, the team there. We actually started off the started off the year very, very well, and the, and the buzz about the, and the energy inside the band was great. Um, so it was just this, we were all kind of disappointed we didn't get to put what we had in the practices onto the park, which um, which would have been great, you know. Um, yeah. With two new medleys as well, so it would have been nice to get to get out with those. But um, yeah, so it's nothing. It's just it's just pretty much shut down. I know there's maybe a few few guys meeting up for for a few beers later on today somewhere. Um, there you go. Yeah. The, the weather the weather in Glasgow is amazing. I know, and that's what we were saying at the start of this. This is not world's weather. Like it makes no sense. Not, but it, <laughs> there, there has been a few people over and about, and there has been a bit of a buzz about about the city, even though there's nothing really on. It's still very strange, but like the, the, the guys from Scottish Power were, were out the other night. The, the, um, the Kevin Rogers is over, you yeah, know, and that kind of thing. People are still meeting up and, and that kind of that kind of you know stuff. And uh, with the weather being amazing, Kevin and I took a, a little walk down to the green the other day, um, and it was it was strange. It was just because there was nobody about. There was no. But there are no balls in the green. It's a very different space, I think, without it. You know what I mean? I've been there once when it was just just a regular park. And this is so weird. There's no stalls. There's no people. Very strange. The green's a place that I would go to reasonably regularly, just for walks and things like that. Or we would, we would, you know, a couple of us would take a football down every now and again and just have a kickabout and all that kind of thing. And I've never really thought of it as, you know, at that time, you don't think of those things as iconic or I don't. Today or yeah. this this week, whenever I was down, I was thinking like you know this is actually a lot. There's quite a lot of emotion here right now, you know, because there's yeah. not there's nobody about, there's no stands, there's no buzz about the worlds, and it's just I'm, I'm standing with somebody that I've known for years who I played in a band with before. Yeah, you know, we're standing in the spot where we've played in the arena before, and there's nothing there. It's just eerie. It's strange, you know. Very odd, very odd. And the big thing that we're getting here on the Rab Show is that people are missing each other, you know, as, as well as the music and the competing. People are just missing people, you know, yeah. and this whole social element of people just having the crack and chatting. Uh, so speaking of which, I hope you have a drink with you, do you? I've got a water. because uh, Water? Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, with Kevin being over, Kevin can drink a lot more beer than I can, and I try to be the... Oh no! Them, so I'm a, bit, I'm a little bit tender today. Oh, I see. Well, thanks, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does the future hold then for yourself, Scott? Running forward, I know. Hopefully, we will see a return of a competition season. So, obviously, we hope to see you back in the ranks of FM. Yep. But sure. uh, what will be happening with yourself then, musically, with Indigenous music? Well, I am um, Indigenous music. I'll be I'll be announcing things as they as they happen over the over the coming weeks and months and stuff. But my idea for indigenous music now is the is 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 for it to be a music agency. So All if right. you um, if you want the if you want any lessons, we have a couple of people that you can come and get lessons from. 
um, and obviously living with with Andrew and that we can offer back and tracks that kind of thing um, and just to just to keep building we're, we're looking at also now going through Bandcamp and getting getting indigenous music on the Spotify and iTunes and that kind of thing for the likes uh, of yeah. Constant and some of the other tracks just to be to be fed to be fed into it like an artist profile rather than yeah a complete album and you know so we're just going to try and filter th- th- uh, things through like that so it's quite exciting yeah. times really because it's something that I'm quite laid back when it comes to this kind of thing. So whenever I released the book two years ago, I should have been doing this kind of stuff then. And, and <laughs> promotion, promotion, promotion. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> so it's now got to the point where I'm busy enough. I'm, you know, through Indigenous, I do score writing for people and harmony work for people and that kind of thing. So I've mm. been, I've actually been very, very fortunate over lockdown that I've been, I've been very busy. And that's kind of, that's kind of where it's came to the point now. And that's what, like why why I left G one was just because I wanted to, to to spend and focus my time on the and on develop the what yeah yeah there you go well Scott mate thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today and we hope you enjoy the rest of your world's weekend or the lack thereof I should say and if you do manage to lift a glass at any point over the weekend send us a selfie. Yeah. I will do. No problem at all. <laughs> so everyone, yeah, be sure to check out Scott's website. A lot of exciting stuff coming in the future. So I wish you the best of luck for the future, Scott. Thanks for chatting. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, mate. Thanks. See ya. There you go. So that was Scott. Thank you again, Scott, for joining us. That was amazing. Now, I I should have mentioned, Scott has his book, Indigenous, of course. Thank you, Andrew, for keeping me right, mate. Uh, but there's this as well. I don't know if you can see that on the camera there properly or not. This is Sean Maloney's book. I don't know if you actually have a copy of this yet, but this is uh, The Late Night Collection. I had to remind myself of the title. Of course, by Sean Maloney. It's all uh, original music for the Great Highland Bagpipes. Whoop, I'll just do that. And hopefully nobody can screenshot that and get a free copy. Uh, but yeah, we actually asked Sean if he can give us a performance of some of these tunes, actually. Uh, so... I think, do we have a video of that? Is that what we're saying here, Andrew? We actually have a video yeah. of, well, of Sean. Well, are you lined up? Uh, if not, I can, I can play it here. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Aaron, if you have uh, Sean Maloney uh, lined up there, mate, if you can hit the go. There you are. Here we go. Happy days. <laughs> <laughs>
Sean Maloney there. Um, yeah, I managed to mess up the introduction to that, so apologies, Sean. Um, so, but hey, this could be stuff that Rab got wrong, <laughs> which is a regular feature on the Rab Show podcast for those of you who watch that or listen to that. Uh, so, yeah, Sean Maloney obviously has a new book. There you are, in case you haven't got a copy of this. Uh, you can contact Sean direct, actually, to purchase your copy of this. Although I've been told that Sean uh, wasn't re- expecting quite the reaction that he got for his first book. And he's actually going to be redrafting this, quite possibly. Uh, now, what he's going to be doing with it, I'm not entirely sure. But he did say that he will be redrafting it and hopefully perhaps adding in some new tunes. Uh, so that was just a bit of a selection there of some of the tunes that Sean actually has in the book. So it's definitely going to be worth picking up a copy of that. So by way of a shameless plug, if you haven't got a copy of this book already, or even Scott Wallace's book that we just talked to there, so you can go and check those out. Definitely worth adding to your collection. Anyway, okay, I did promise you guys something for drummer. <laughs> and yes, I'm not going to go back on my promise. This is not going to be a piping heavy episode. We're also going to have something for drummers. So like I said, there was a great product launch this time last year, celebrating its one year birthday. Happy birthday to the Axial line, of course, from the British Drum Company. Now, yeah, I'm sure all of you guys remember the launch and everything and the activities on Glasgow Green and all of that. So we're going to talk all about that, about the British Drum Combo Company. But first of all, uh, we actually have a bit of a featured video on the British Drum Co. Uh, before we start talking to the guys at the British Drum Co. So, uh, Aaron, if you have that video there, mate, go ahead and share it, please. When I first met Keith and Stu at the British Drumco, um, we were discussing how uh, you, you don't really see natural finishes on, on pipe band drums especially anymore. And I was always quite intrigued by the, the natural finish and um, I thought it was quite different as well. So when they came to me and they, they asked me what um, what finish I wanted, I, I really couldn't make my mind up. When I took this drum out of the, out of the case, um, the burrow maple shell you know, took me by surprise right away. I didn't think that they would have actually done one. It's also got a, an inner band of uh, Buckingham Scarlet, um, which is one of the one of the kit finishes with hand cut inlays either side as well. The hardware is completely custom as well, so we've got a custom gun gun metal powder coated X frame, and um, which is the cage system. And it's the, the tiny little details that British Drum Co go into. And um, if you look in the underside of the drum, the custom red end circle bearing edge um, that we've got on this one um, isn't standard either. So it's the, the the tiny little things like that that you wouldn't even look at. And um, you know, if you were playing the drum, you wouldn't see it. But these guys just really go into into so much detail. And and on from that you know I've got the Shed Drum logo and um, my, my company logo and my, my name on it as well which is again just a, another tiny little touch that just makes it awesome <laughs> Love that little flick at the end there, fantastic So there you go, bit of Stevie Shedden I, st- I think if anything he was to join us on uh, this the beer tent idea but unfortunately due to the, the time difference and everything I think he's currently in Australia uh, so that would be impossible but Look who we have joining us here on Zoom. He's now connecting to audio. Hey, Stu. Hey, Rob. How's it going? <laughs> not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, it's all going well. It's a bit strange, obviously, this year with uh, not being at Glasgow. But, I mean, it's sunny up there, so maybe it's not right we're not up there. So, you know. Well, that's it, too. Yeah. Right We've been complaining about getting sunburn and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, Stu, the reason why we have you on, obviously, is because we don't want the show to be piping focused because us drummers get forgot about sometimes. Uh, always, but, always. <laughs> always. Yeah, but we're bringing you on here, basically, to talk about 
the British Drumco and how you guys launched your new product at the end of last year at Worlds and then the pandemic hit. I'm sure that had a huge effect for you guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, like like most companies, most companies, you know, have, have taken a hit on it. But uh, believe it or not, we, we're as busy as we've ever been. Uh, obviously, we closed the factory for a couple of months and brought everybody back not so long ago. But we, are, you know, we're not seeing any change in the, you know, the economy. We're, we're twice as busy. We've, we've had to take on more people. Uh, we took on another two. We're still advertising for more apprentices. So, you know, for ourselves, it's, I think it's been great for the, you know, the British economy and, you know, uh, yeah, British right. manufacturing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's been great. Uh, we, we've got drums going out all over the world. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we can't complain. So that's just a shame that we're not up at Glasgow Green today and tomorrow. Indeed. And if anything, ourselves in the Rab Show, we, uh, you know, we uploaded a number of videos and stuff about your launch from the tent and outside the tent and everything that happens. It's great to look back at that, you know, and just see the buzz that's there. But the buzz I, seems to be still very much there, actually. Around yeah, Axial. I mean, it, it's a strange one because it's, you know, we, we, we launched, you know, hit the worlds. And so there was, there, there was that gap before anybody sort of got the drums. Uh, mm. And now people have got the drums. They can't get to show them off because all the competitions are being closed, which is, you know, just as frustrating for us as it is for the, the guys who've, who've got the drums. So, uh, yeah, yeah the, the sooner this all finishes the better i have to agree with you i believe yeah well one band that we were particularly excited to see was glasgow police and we actually managed to feature some of the guys playing the drums uh but sing singly and solo uh you know so we get a bit of a flavor but not the entire picture you know no, it's not the same and you know i've said this before we're just we're just excited to get the drums together as a course everybody can hear them and, and understand you know why why we're so excited about them and you know, why the tenors have got the depth that they have and the bass drum and, mm. you know, so it's, like I, like I said, you know, we, we're we just itching for everything to get back up and running again. And, you know, we, we got calls, you know, we've got drums going out uh, this month to calls as well. So hopefully they can feature theirs and people can hear them as well. So because I have I have to be honest you guys are just the kings of the production of what I call drum porn <laughs> like, honestly the photographs of these drums are just ridiculous and the amount of times my wife has caught me go oh god he's looking at drums again <laughs> and, <laughs> is that something you guys actively do you know make these finishes so eye-catching you know uh, I think it's just you know we, we just come up with these finishes that we think people would like or maybe are not sure about, but we know ourselves that would, would sell uh, in the drum yeah. set world. So we, you know, we, we try a couple of finishes uh, and, and just see how they look. And some of them look fantastic. Like yeah. really, really good. I mean, you just go look at, you know, the drum in uh, Steven's video. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's a good it. finish, you know, you get some great projection off it and it's, it's not something, you know, a few years ago people would automatically think about, but this is what we're trying to get across that, you know, it doesn't have to just be, what you're used to you know we could we can move forward and and change how, how people look at drums and finishes that we can offer that's it something different yeah so i don't know if Deej mcintosh is actually listening right now but myself and Deej from the rab show team Deej, if you're there mate you can join us um we were both hoping to actually go over for a factory visit there's Deej now hi Deej. so yeah i was just saying the pair of us were hoping to get over for a factory visit but that all got knocked on the head because of covid yeah, we, yeah. we were all set for you as well, but unfortunately the Jaffa cakes have all been eaten now, so I'm not, I can't guarantee there'll be some there for next time. 
<laughs> so, oh, I'm not coming for the Jaffa cakes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Was there anything in particular, DJ, you were looking forward to then for the factory visit? Uh, obviously, as much as the uh, to, to see the pipe band, the uh, drumming stuff. I, I just I'm a drummer in general. You know, you know, I, I played drum kit as well, so I was just really looking forward to seeing all the different stuff that you guys do down there. Um, but no, I just. <laughs> It just keeps getting put off and put off. Like I know, it, you know, it's frustrating for us as well because obviously, you know, we want uh, used to come over and, and do the videos and, and the podcast just so you can we can show people exactly what we do, uh, yeah, and, and they can understand why you know our attention to detail is is what it is. Uh, See, that's one of the things that I know. I don't know if it's marketing or what it is, but I would love to see it firsthand. You guys say that all of your products are all handmade and they're very hands-on. I can't wait to see that. You know, yeah. in, in my every, head, everything every, goes through every, a big machine. Everything is, you know, you'll see it from the, the raw veneer coming in mm. and then we press it, we, we put them in the molds and we, you know, we drill them, we put the bearing edge on snare beds and you'll see it literally from start to finish and you'll... Yeah. It's you know that, that's the thing we you know we're quite happy to do factory tours so people can come and see all this and you know so yeah. of course you know of course we're ordering a you know a set of drums then you know they can come across and see the drums being made or pick them when they come to pick them up they can have a look around the factory tour then and you know it's to offer something that you know not everybody gets the chance to do with other people so that just sounds like so much fun doesn't it Dej? Well, I can't wait! Well, I can't wait, mate. <laughs> my first put of calls Instagram in the morning just to see some drums. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So one thing the British Drum Co has done is they have actually signed some signature artists. I think we have one of them joining us now. Is that something that the British Drum Co have actively tried to do? Is try to get people from the scene involved? Yeah, I mean, it's like any business. You know, if you if you want to endorse people, you get the people at the top of their game and. You know, and that's that's exactly what we've done. You know, it's no different from a, a Premier League football team or anything like that. We've just adopted the same sort of they mantra, if you, if you want, and, and that's how we've ended yeah. up with all these people. So when it comes to tenor drumming, I think Premier League is possibly the best kind of comparison we can use here. Tyler Fry, the legend that is Tyler Fry, the world of tenor drumming would not be the same. Uh, because of Tyler um, I think we have a video of Tyler actually performing live here uh, Aaron have we got that video mate can we share that out of Tyler doing his thing and then we might have Tyler joining us actually for a chat I think that's enough for the video clip now. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Tyler there. And that was him. Um, yeah. In action with the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So let me see. I'm even trying to get Stu and the guys back now. Um, Stu's there, I think. I think if we have Tyler, he might join us as well. So yeah, with a bit of luck. Uh, so that was the Red Hot Chili Pipers back in the day. It was a while ago, actually. So that, I, I'm not entirely sure how long ago that was recorded. Um if Tyler's going to join me here, he'd be fit to tell me uh, if he's there. I don't know. I'm hearing my own. Um, oh, there's Tyler now. 
guys. Tanner, hello, you're back. You left me there. Hang in there for a minute, guys. Uh, uh, it was a technical glitch. Or- no worries, no worries. Uh, so we're, we just watched the performance of you doing your thing with the Red Hot Chilies, which is a little bit different from what we normally see yet, uh, with an actual tenor drum. <laughs> you had the, you know, the array drums on. Um, how, how long ago was that, Tyler? That was a while ago. I think that was in 2014. Um, we filmed live in the lake in Milwaukee in the mm. USA. Um, and I remember just flying straight in from drumming for drinks on the Wednesday, straight into Milwaukee the next morning. And we went straight into filming that, that evening. Um, of course, because uh, it's Milwaukee yeah. Irish Fest is on during World's Week, really, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So that, that was actually, yeah, I actually did not, I did not attend the World Championships uh, the year that we filmed that production. So you were heartbroken in one end, but sure. on stage in front of thousands in another. Yeah, I, don't so. even, I don't even know what that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, um, Tyler, your involvement then with the British Drum Co., have you been involved then with the development of their tenor line and everything? Yeah, well, yes, yes and no. Um, believe it or not, my first time seeing the actual tenor drum was the day of drumming for drinks. Or actually, I lied. It was on the Tuesday night before drumming for drinks when we did the official launch. Uh, yeah. the next day. Um, mm-hmm. So I signed on that night. I was, I'm pretty good friends with the guys in the company, and I had a lot of faith in what they could do in terms of the craftsmanship, the shell construction. I could go on and on and on about everything Steve's already spoken about. Uh, <laughs> But um, I, it was a leap of faith. Um, I knew I'd be oh, <laughs> <laughs> so My first time actually hitting one of those tenor drums and actually seeing one firsthand was on that Tuesday uh, prior mm. to Drum for Drinks. And if you recall, I think there was a press release about the launch and blah, blah, blah. And mm. that was literally my first time. And sure enough, when I hit it for the first time after I had it tuned up, um, it was, I, I had a 16-inch tenor drum. It was probably the cleanest, um, most consistent E with most beautiful sustain I've probably ever uh, been able to achieve today. That's one of the things I've noticed. I'm not kind of blowing the trumpet here for British Drum Co. by any means, but that's one of the things I've noticed is that the tone seems to be consistent. It doesn't seem to fluctuate. You know, um, during the launch at World's Week, I had the opportunity to see you guys outside and I actually walked from left to right and noticed that the tone didn't really change. You know, normally when you do that with chords, you notice little differences. There wasn't that with the axial line. Uh, was that a deliberate thing that British Drum Co. seemed to do, Stu, with their design? It's, you know, a lot of the research has come from uh, the kit side of it. Obviously, the CEO, Keith, uh, had his own company at Beginworth and obviously worked for Premier and then started with a British Drum Company. So he's got a vast knowledge of experience of woods and uh, what produces the best tones and projection and warmth. And, you know, we just basically went used what we thought would be best for the, the axial and adapted it uh, across from the, the drum set, and it's it's worked amazing. And you know, like I said before, and what I keep saying, the basses and the tenors just sound incredible. So it's it just works really well. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree. Have you had a go at the bass then as well, Tyler? Have you lifted a British drum co bass? Yes, I have. Um, same thing that same night. We got tune up a bass drum, and um, I realized when I saw the quality, the bearing edges, the shells, the counter hoops. Um, I, I, my gut told me it was going to work really well, but it was the exact same thing with the bass drum that I experienced on the tenor drum. So on those, one of those 28 by 16 bass drums, again, it was oh, one of yeah. the cleanest A, you know, low A's or A on the bagpipe. That uh, big, that, thick, warm tone that we're after. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
<laughs> so, guys, if anything, I dare say the future is very bright for the British Drum Co. Even though we are going through this lockdown nonsense, we hope to be out of it very soon. Uh, so, Tyler, can I ask you, first of all, what does the future hold for yourself in the near future? <laughs> well, um, I've actually enjoyed, I mean, I haven't enjoyed the break. Um, yeah. But it, prior to COVID, I was on the road almost literally every week throughout the year. Yeah. Um, we met that a lot of projects, a lot of innovation, a lot of ideas got put on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just the reality of if you're not home, it's really, really tough to, to keep moving forward. Uh, so mm-hmm. I've been using this time to innovate on a variety of levels. Um, personally, you know, without pipe bands or touring sure. with Chile, whatever. Yeah. Um, professionally, um, there's a lot of things I've been doing, but certainly in terms of um, innovation, uh, with the product and uh, the future uh, for tie fry. Um, I've, I've been using this time to, to finally get the ball. If it was rolling, it really rolling a lot quicker than <laughs> to achieve. Uh, no, great stuff. So, yeah, it's an opportunity. It's, it's a shame, but it's an opportunity. Um, so it. It, yeah, I've got lots, lots of stuff in the, in the, in the pipeline, I guess. Cool. Uh, Stu, for you guys, obviously just rolling forward into next season then, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, we've already we'd already planned uh, we've already planned next year's worlds. Uh, pretty much after last year's, we we took a, a month off, uh, had a debrief, and, and then planned for this year. But obviously, it didn't happen. But I'm going to say the next or the last the remaining four months of this year are, are going to be just as busy. Uh, we've got a few things happening with the axial, which you'll see uh, probably from the, the start of next month, uh, middle of next month. So there's a few few uh, things happening, but yeah. It's uh, it's all going well, and you know we're really busy. And I mean, the good thing about this COVID is it, it's stopped time being away from us. So it, you know, it's not been a bad thing overall. Yeah, uh, exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's bound to be a good thing. <laughs> uh, so Tyler, can I just say your coverage at the Nationals, man, down under, <laughs> simply incredible. I know I'm what thinking, such really, a fan. Yeah, I, 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 I'm wondering if you're starting to see me as a threat, though, Rob. Uh, totally yeah <laughs> completely Listen, i hope maybe we can co-host an event one time you, you, have, you want me to put I, your name I, I have yeah. nowhere near your energy level man. <laughs> i, I, don't I know. have to deal with this sometime rob so <laughs> all rolling there speaking it of, was uh, so much fun watching that it was it was incredible so Thank guys thank you both for joining us to chat to us today and we, we wish you well for the rest of your world's weekend as maybe rubbish as it is, but uh, we hope to catch up with you again at another point. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks for having us, Rab. Thanks Thank for having you. us, Rab. Chat soon. Okay, mate. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> so there you go, folks. That was Stu and Tyler from the British Drum Co. And my background is doing all sorts of weird things. Have you noticed that? A1 Embroidery and Printing. Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game, such as Phil Marshall Montgomery, St. Lawrence Atul, and ourselves, The Big Rab Show. For all of your embroidery and printing needs, they have some extremely high-quality garments, such as hats, beanies, t-shirts, hoodies, soft-shell jackets, you name it, they can print it. If your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media, A1 Embroidery and Printing check them out on Facebook A1 Embroidery and Printing if you can think it, they can print it The British Drum Company 
is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits, and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range, launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, coming up next on the show, uh, we actually have a bit of a feature that we want to run. We, us ourselves here in The Rab Show, we come under criticism sometimes that we don't feature drum majoring enough on our show. And the, the, the reason that that is is because, well, mostly when we're covering competitions, we're live streaming from the Grade 1 arena, and that's where most of the competition action is that people really tune in to watch uh yes we would love to cover other grades we and love to cover the drum majors but on the day we can't physically be in five different places at one time so we feel here on the beer tent it wouldn't be a world celebration without actually pointing the camera and looking at our drum majoring uh so we actually have two videos of the uh the actual finals of the drum major senior final from last year so i think uh I don't know. I think we should share the first one now. Yeah. So in final one, we have Emma Barr, Jason Pagier, James Kennedy, and Gertrude Van Roo, also known as Bob. So we have two um, from Northern Ireland, and then one from the USA, and then from the Netherlands. There you have it. Drum majoring. Now, to be honest, that is a... All sorts of difficult because the conditions there, I think you had the crosswind going there as well as all of those distractions around you. That looked to be an absolute nightmare, but that was just one of the heats. We actually have two of these to get through and judging that one heat alone was bound to be all sorts of difficult. Uh, there's David. Hello, David. How are you, sir? <laughs> They're getting to the grips with this technology there. Uh, so we are going to go on now, and we're going to play our second video now, uh, hopefully of the second heat. And Alicia, I think if you're there, you might want to give us a bit of a running commentary over the top of it, if possible. So you talked a little bit about conditions in that, Alicia, there, obviously with the crosswind and that. Would that make the band difficult to hear as you're competing? Yeah, it actually does. And you'll notice in some of these videos that the bass drummer is actually pulled to the front of the pipers so that the drum majors have the opportunity to hear the thump of the bass drum. Right. So at least okay, I'll let you do your thing. So on this hate we have Victoria Singer, Andrew McKeown Gibson, Lauren Hanna and Jason Price. All four competitors are from Northern Ireland. Lauren Hanna had previously won the juvenile grade 
and Jason Price then was world champion in 2000 for the adult grade in 2017. So automatically you can hear the tempo of this band just slightly quicker than um, the heat previously. So really should explain how the drum majors work and how they get to this final um, point. So there will be one drum, um, drum major adjudicator allocated to do the dress on the day. Then two judges um, judge the heats. And then when it comes to the final, you have all four adjudicators judging you. So in this arena, when there's four competitors, there also is another four adjudicators in there. So there's eight people in this arena. Two of the uh, adjudicators will be judging M&D, that's marching and deportment. And the other two will then be doing the flourish element. Then what happens is they'll total all their scores and the person with the lowest amount of marks then becomes the world champion. Um, if the points draw, then it comes down to M&D preference and M&D judge one. So, so I'm actually going kind of... to jump in here and ask a stupid question. Do you mm -hmm. get like difficulty points? Like I see these guys throwing here. Does that the, the higher the throw, the more complicated the throw? Does that add well, to your points? Maybe not for the height, but how you implement it. So yes, the degree of difficulty in the flourish that you're carrying out, the variety of flourishes that you do, um. And then, the yes, the degree of difficulty. So if you're putting in lots of different throws, overhead throws, side throws, and that whole variety, as well as body work, then yes, you are going to gain more points. Also, it comes down to personal preference of the adjudicator, what they like and what they don't like. So when you have four adjudicators judging you here, you won't please everybody all of the time. So really, for these competitors, they need to go out and just do their thing and be confident in their run and hope that that nice, clean... Hmm. Um, ambitious run really nails it for them yeah so that, that's when your own personal style can really come through in a performance yeah yeah obviously your m&d will be marched m&d is the most important part of the, the whole performance because really if you're sitting with the same points the marching and, the marching and department um points will finish it off for you that will be the winner so it comes down to m&d whether you win the worlds on m&d preference um, or not. So really, they'll be watching the whole performance, how you're flourishing, how you're marching when you're flourishing, catching the throws that you're not having to step to the side or reach for it or anything like that. And obviously, because of the conditions, um, that adds to it um, because the wind could just gust it and then you have to sidestep to catch. These four are pros, you know, the been doing this before they've all been in in uh, world finals before as well as the previous run so really and truly the judges really did have a hard day this day um you know to decide and really it's a process of elimination if you make a wee flip it kind of puts you down and unfortunately as i said in the previous run there is eight people but only six prizes so two just don't get any recognition at the end only in their own self that they made the final so com to compare this to pipe bands, then this is essentially grade one, and you're looking at tiny little details that make the difference between first place and second place. Correct, and it could be very, very minimal. Um, actually, on the day we had Jason and James, and it actually was only a point difference between it, um, between wow. them. So, you know, 
I suppose that's a bitter pill to swallow if you're second place and there's only a point there, you know? Yeah. So I can just see it now. Well, it was just on camera there where the bass drummer had, had to come to the front of the band. Um, so obviously the wind and the size of the arena is carrying the music somewhere else. That's going to be another level of difficulty for the drum majors. So it's really important that they tune in, they zone in, you know, to the music. And obviously then the conditions, you know, if they're throwing a slower band is more difficult to throw to a quicker pace means your throws will carry better in the wind. So you have lots of things. And obviously, it is quite intimidating when you see the amount of people around that arena. You're not standing in a circle with other people out of your band. This is very much individual. And if you make a blip, it's very visual there um, for everybody to see. And if there's always a drop, you always hear the arena. Aww. And it's like (laughs) a knife going through your heart if it happens to you, you know. All snapping on the beat there. Yeah, that looks really, really good, yeah. You can just see the, the difference in the speed of the drum majors when they're walking. Now, they're obviously all walking to the music, but just the stride difference, you know, they're not all in line. Um, and does that affect things point-wise too, you know? Well, it depends on the adjudicator. If the command is called by the right quick march, your dressing should be by the right. So you should be in line with the person on the right. If there's three, five, seven in the run and it's called by the centre, your dressing will be from the centre person. Really, traditionally, years ago, yes, people would have marked you down for not sticking to your dressing. However, if you've got somebody at six foot and somebody at four foot competing beside each other, I mean... Yeah. You have to be practical to... and understand that, you know, there is going to be a different stride. So this is them just coming right to the very end. And yeah. I'm sure their stomachs will be starting to relax a little bit to say this is over. And Andrea is very clever here. Just a wee last throw in at the end there for her. Just confidence, nice finish. And really and truly, when you're coming in, all you can do is your best. That's it. Yep. Fantastic. I think those guys, honestly, given the conditions there, they've done a cracking job. So well done, guys. Uh, Now, we have actually a panel of experts joining us. Uh, So if you guys want to turn your cameras on and join us, you can do. Feel free. Uh, And I'll let them introduce themselves whenever they arrive. Uh, A bit of a stupid question. I was actually at the Drum Major Arena at the Worlds last year. Now, there was barking dogs. There were screaming kids. As you said, there was bands practicing all around you. There was somebody actually flying a kite at the scene and kids kicking football. Uh, I don't know. So many distractions. How do you maintain concentration in the middle of all of that? I think when you're at that point, there is a real drive on you. You know, this is the whole build up all year. Everybody wants that title. Yeah. Um, everybody wants on that podium to get that feeling of being named for the champion, even if you just get it once. Yeah. Um, so when you're there and you've had a really good season on, you're going to give it your best shot. Um, so you're zoning in there. You're going to your marker and the fence or, you know, somebody in a blue coat. That's where you're walking to because... <laughs> You know, there's a vast amount of people around and you're just walking yeah. from that point to that and you have to blank everything out. It's like being in a tunnel vision, just right down. You just block everything else out, all distractions, and your focus is on that run, I suppose. Yeah. 
so joining us then, we just switched the cameras on. Hello, guys. We have Kevin Conquest and David Brownlee. Hello, lads. Hello. How you doing, Rob? Yeah. How's things? How are you? Good evening. Hi. <laughs> <Good evening. laughs> uh, so you guys have all been involved in our replay series where we've been looking back at previous majors. Has there been anything really that stood out to you as we were replaying these old performances when we were putting them together? Uh, definitely. Uh, two things that really stood out to me. One is just the quality overall of all the drum majors, just how good the field of competitors can be on any given day. And then also the conditions, you know, I felt like I was repeating myself as we kept looking at the replay after replay, but every single time there was something about the conditions, whether it was rain, wind, or the quality of the field, you know, one of the major championships, you actually had a slope as you were uh, <laughs> going up towards that yeah. first about turn point. That's going to change the M&D if you're flourishing on that slope and you throw that mace, depending on how high that is, what that grade is, the distance coming down is lower than it went going up. So it's going to change the performance in any given day. But those were two things that really stood out to me. That's it. And David, for yourself, mate? Uh, very much. So just uh, like Kevin there, the World Championships, uh, grade one, the arena is so magnificent. The drum major is actually on a slope there. And from a major final, world championship, putting drum major stuff is absolutely crazy. Uh, other comments that I would have seen is a lot of the majors, the arenas are that small and that short. And mm. uh, the slopes, even down in Oregon, where I competed myself, it was actually up a slope. And the conditions there weren't good, but the conditions that everybody's the same. And the standard, as I say, everyone's going for more and more flourish all the time. Uh, and keep them going. Uh, but the performances are up there, the sharpness is up there, and it's keeping the standard up there. I mean, I've retired just, uh, but as I say, the younger people can come on through and take over. Yeah, younger people. Sure, you're just a young whippersnapper yourself, David. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. <laughs> so I have to say, one of the competitions, possibly for all the wrong reasons, but I loved watching it, was Lurgan. Uh, the UK is in absolutely the worst conditions possible, I think, for drum majoring. But those guys made it look easy. In fairness, there actually was ducks walking across that field yep. at one point. Was there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. These ducks and their wee ducklings just paddling behind them, no walking way. right across the pitch. Uh-huh. And that wow. wasn't just for Mama. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I think, um, can I ask you then, you guys obviously have been competitive drum majors for the longest time. Has there been any conditions in your memory that you've competed in that you just think, what am I doing standing here in the middle of all of this? <laughs> I think Dumbarton very, very is much. one. I think Dumbarton is one. It either is lovely and sunny in Dumbarton yeah. or it is absolutely chucking it. And the wind's coming right off the sea. So I think that's really bad. And one of the home ones, I think, David, maybe you shared a video or a photograph of it, was Carrick Fergus years ago. And I know yeah, so it, it was just absolutely just come straight down. Yeah, that final in Carrick Fergus came straight down. I actually think I won that that day. And do you know what? I loved it. And I don't know why, <laughs> but I just... You were swimming. I just was like, do you know what? I'm just going for this. And if it slips out of my hand, it slips out of my hand, you know. Um, but so Dumbarton probably would be um, one. But the world is, I suppose, you get very, very nervous. And when you uh, have a reputation and you have a name for yourself, obviously there is going to be nerves bubbling there. Anybody that's not nervous going on, you're not pushing yourself enough. You know, there has to be something there yeah. to drive you. Kevin, what about yourself, man? 
I was going to say Dumbarton is definitely one of those places that it's either going to be great or it's not. There's no in between. Yeah. And I think the worst conditions I've ever competed in was Cowell in 2004. Um, it, all I can describe it as is put on your full kit, turn on your shower, jump in and start spinning the mace. And <laughs> well, Kevin, I was actually with you at Stone Mountain last year. That, that was a close second to that. That was insane. At Stone that Mountain Highland awesome. Games. <laughs> that was really bad in terms of uh, rain for wow. a mass band to stay out there that long, yeah. I've never laughed so hard, though. It was so much fun. <laughs> Just standing there laughing in the rain. It was good crack. Uh, so, guys... Terrible conditions aside, a lot of people would watch our channel who are just starting out in the drum majoring game and just lifting the mace for the first time. Um, now I have you guys here. Do you each want to give a bit of a, a tip or anything for someone trying it for the first time? Uh, start with Alicia, sure. Um, my advice would be, A, be patient. Um, it's a skill that has to be developed. Uh, number two, sort your marching out first. Like <laughs> I have a wee baby and she has to learn to crawl before she can walk. It's kind of like that. Get mm. all the drills perfect and tidy and you're marching and then the flourishing will come. It's, it's a skill that will be developed over time. It just does not come naturally to everybody. Um, so I think marching, patience, and especially for younger people, even holding your mace for the first time in your left hand, a lot of people would have held it in their right, um, especially from a marching band background. Mm. But even developing their muscles, you know, to hold it and your posture. Um, yeah. So patience and go for marching first. The flourishing bit will come, but just be patient. That's a good one. So, Kevin, have you got any pearls of wisdom, mate, for the beginners? Sure. Uh, two bits of wisdom. Uh, one is learn the music. Everything we do has to do with a pipe band, and that has to do with music. So it, as much as you want to practice your M&D, as much as you want to practice your flourishing, not knowing where you are in the music, if you have to think about that during the course of your performance, you're distracting energy towards what you should be doing. So make that music second nature. The other thing would be along the lines of what Alicia just said, uh, with control will come speed. So don't worry about throwing it the highest don't worry about spinning the fastest. Do what you can do. Learn it well. And if you learn it correctly, everything else will take care of itself. There you are. If anything, that kind of likens very, yeah, very much to piping and drumming too. You know, speed comes after mastery kind of thing. Yeah. Class. Would, Thank you. Rob, Rob, I would add to that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, watch, watch, watch the best. Same as piping and drumming. You watch the Inveraries, you watch the field marshals, you watch the shots. Same yeah. in drum majors way I learned when I was four years old, the Philip McBride, Alan McBride, that era. Watch them, how they done it. Try to take it back. Uh, have confidence yourself. Have patience and keep trying, trying and trying and practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice. I love that. But yeah, yeah no success without it, I think. Uh, nope. Guys. Thank you all so much for being involved in our replay series. Uh, obviously, it's been fantastic having you. And your expert commentary actually is so interesting. Um, if you guys haven't seen the replay series, you can see it now here on our YouTube channel. You can go back and watch those. Um, but honestly, guys, from all of us in the Rab Show, it's great to have you guys involved in these videos. So thank you.
Thank you. Okay, thank you very much, Rob. Take care. Right. And thanks for joining us in the beer tent. Happy World's Weekend to you. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So I'll just take a shot of tea. <laughs> hmm. You sure it's tea? Oh, it definitely is tea. I don't worry. That's, yeah, it's a bit early for, for beer and all of that just yet. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you to all of our amazing drum majors for joining us. Uh, so, Right, I shall swiftly move on. Alicia, I can possibly get chatting to you later on, sure, as we're chatting to the Rab Show team. Go ahead and out. So, okay, catch, catch you later on. See you later. Bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. We now have quite a special section coming up on the Rab Show Beer Tent. Believe it or not, we're nowhere near done. We've got so many amazing guests coming up still. Uh, so, we hope that you're enjoying the, the coverage and stuff that we're managing to bring you. Uh, if you at any point are enjoying this show, please do drop us a like here on YouTube or, of course, share this link. That's very important. If you can share out the beer tent wherever you are, if you're watching us right now or even if you're only just tuning in and out, be sure to share this wherever you're watching us, be it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. The more people can tune in and enjoy our incredible music, that's exactly why we're here. So you guys know that us here on the Big Rab Show team are sponsored by G1 Reads. Those guys help to sponsor our podcast and each and every week we produce an episode of the Big Rab Show podcast talking all about piping and drumming and just what we've been doing for this past couple of hours. So yeah, we featured, well, a number of G1 artists at Big Rab Show live and yeah, we want to do the same here at the Beer Tent. We hope to have some G1 featured artists to entertain you guys and actually play a few tunes. So we actually have some performances coming up now. We have a performance by John Do to kick us off, actually. So, yeah, we hope you enjoy. Hello, uh, John Dew here. Going to play a couple of hornpipes on this G1 E-flat chanter. I'm going to play Connor's debut and Danny the Fridge Magnet. <laughs>
couple of tunes from an up and coming EP. I'm going to play uh, The Sesh, Sesh Chest, uh, Watch My Toe, and uh, The High Bridge Walk. <laughs>
here's a wee jig of mine called Glen and Angela Gray's 30th wedding anniversary and I composed this tune last year for my mum and dad. I will play it now for you on my G1 chanter. <laughs> Do you know, I was just too busy watching them there to actually turn my camera on all back on again. Wow. Honestly, I I just don't know what to say to that. That was fantastic. So I have to say a massive thank you to John Do. We have Peter McGregor there as well, just after John. Uh, Peter is a bagpiper, of course, with Phil March and Montgomery. Now, Peter actually uses G1 uh, Chanters and Reads for his solo work. So that's why we have Peter involved there as well. Uh, shout out to Callum Brown as well. Callum, of course, member of the mighty Inverarian District. So he came on and played as a few chants as well. So thank you, Callum. And just at the end there, Chris Gray. Uh, Chris actually will be featured in a future episode of the Big Rab Show podcast. So we'll be, we'll be talking to Chris uh, all about his uh, composition work, his involvement with G1 and all of that going forward. So for those of you who don't know who Chris Gray is, uh, you're about to. So that'll be in a future episode. So if anything, I think joining us right now, we should have uh, John Do. I think John will be joining us for a chat now. Uh, who you just heard from just there now at the very beginning of that so uh, there he is there's john hello mate how you uh, doing how you doing not too bad how are you coping with the lack of a world championships mate oh devastated <laughs> <laughs> pretty much Absolutely yeah devastated. i mean it's the best one out of, it's the best piping pipe band contest out of all of them um oh. if i'm honest not really well no um wasn't too bothered about missing some of the other stuff but the worlds it's just yeah, it's yeah. the one that hits home, isn't it? Really, yeah. you know, it's the one where you really miss. Uh, so I have to say, you're representing G1 there wearing the shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is that the one you got at Rab Show Live too? Is it? it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, there yeah. you go. It was a great so, concert as well. I really enjoyed doing that. Oh man, what a fantastic event! And uh, yeah, fingers crossed we can get back and do yeah, another one. It's popular, so yeah, and it's a good yeah. way to start piping live as well. You know, so sometimes. Um, it can take a while to get the ball rolling, but I think it's, it was just a really good, like strong, positive way to start the league. That really was brilliant. Stuff, so, yeah. yeah, and to be honest, a bit of, well, backstage gossip, we didn't expect half the crowd to turn up that did, honestly. We were, you know, hitting the, hitting the go live button and all we're going on stage thinking, ah, half a dozen people. The place was packed out. It was, it was yeah. mad. 
So, yeah, you obviously enjoyed Rab Show Live then, John, yeah? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, well, obviously, you are a piper with Inverarian District, and you guys done kind of okay last year, I think. All right, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what was it like lifting the Spiky Trophy last year? Um, it was, yeah, it was surreal. It was absolutely surreal. Um, especially, uh, there's a good group of young guys there that have been together, that particular group, um, have been together for at least two or three seasons. And um, we car share and we hang out a lot. So um, for us as a collective to pick it up, a lot of, obviously with, with the band and stuff. Um, yeah. That was that was just surreal, you know. Um, that's it. It's a, a lot of very young members in in Verary, you know. That, that's one of the things that comes through as well. You know, there's all there's other young bands in Grade One as well, but in Verary, certainly one of them with a lot of young members. If you don't mind me asking, John, how old are you? How old do you think I am? I would say twenty, twenty-one, maybe. Twenty, twenty-two. Really, I was close. I was yeah, close. No, no, I wasn't oh, yeah. too far away. Yeah. Um, so, well, a young guy of your stature now lifting the world championship—that's not bad at all. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's um, something I've, I have really, I, as everyone will say, it's something you dream of. You go to the world. I think I went to the worlds in two thousand and eight the first time, and went back a couple of years later, and I was just like, I was just itching just to get in that arena. Um, yeah. And to get in, and then and then to then win it. I mean just Some, amazing something really. special yeah. yeah so that all aside competitive piping aside you're also a bit of a solo musician in your own right uh you're composing writing and doing all of that as well do you want to tell us about, about that john uh yeah well the first thing i'd like to do is announce that i will in the next couple of weeks i am releasing uh an ep extended playlist about uh whoa yeah yeah it's really exciting it's really exciting to do that in lockdown um yeah, so uh, that's all been recorded. We're just putting the final touches on before it gets sent to the uh, guy mixing it. So um, that's hopefully going to start get get the ball rolling and stuff. Oh, um, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, I'll have to bag a copy of that. I'm gra- yeah, I'm grabbing that. That's <laughs> so. What kind of stuff can people expect on there, John? On Original there, stuff or? Well, um, that is uh, three. There's three piping tracks, two of which are. Uh, me just jamming with the guitarist but um, I also play a bit of whistle um, and something that I've been working on at the conservatoire is looking at uh, harmonies and orchestration so there's a couple of uh, it's quite quite a bit of uh, multi-tracking going on as well but hopefully we're going to mix it a little bit so it's not just like a wall of sound it's yeah. going to be a little bit more um, tempted and just here's five piping you know, um, <laughs> there's a wee bit of everything, and uh, there's one full key brick at the very end. Oh, quality! There you go. Uh, nice. I've not heard it yet, but I mean, <laughs> oh, I can't wait though. I'm all sorts of interested. Fantastic. Yeah, so, I'm really excited. Well, that's really what I wanted to chat to you about because uh, I think we are going to be bringing you on another full feature episode of the podcast. Right. We're going to be bringing you on, chatting all about, well, this brand new release that I knew nothing about. So we'll, <laughs> well, we'll have to... today, so... Yeah, there you go. So I so you're going to have to buy a copy of this. All right, folks, I'll tell you this now. Uh, so, John, honestly, mate, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today. No but obviously, we will talk to you uh, longer in future. And uh, yeah, future episode of the big rap show podcast there you are so have you got any kind of points of contact for to to direct people where can they find information on your new release yeah uh, just keep an eye out on facebook um i've got a a website that again is in its final touches um we had a little bit of a technical issue with that we thought it was ready to go 
and then we realised there was a big pickup. So um, I was right. going to work on that this weekend, but then everyone's over and out for pints because it's the wild. So of course, yeah, off for next week. Um, yeah, keep an eye on Facebook, and it should be going out on most uh, mainstream platforms. So I'm definitely going to be printing some because I'm. Uh, um, I know it's interesting what Scott Wallace was saying about going digital, but I'm still a firm believer on in uh, physical Get, copies. I, I still the, buy yeah. physical CDs mm. uh, as well as like um, digital. I, I love the digital stuff as well. I think there's definitely something special about holding that CD in your hand, seeing the artwork. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's good to know where people are recording and stuff and other musicians that are on. So if you hear a good musician and you think, I really like his playing, and maybe like to get in contact and like, use him for or something well, yeah them. exactly yeah and so it'll be mainly Bandcamp, apple spotify and also physical coffee I, I would love to be sending out physical coffee it'd be great it'd be absolutely great so fantastic stuff in the pipeline there you go look forward to that john and if anything we'll chat to you mate on a future episode of the rab show podcast but thank you so much for joining us today on world's day or what would have been world's day uh we wish you the best for the future mate we'll chat to you again cheers thank you cheers there you go folks that was john do there and uh yeah obviously you're gonna have to catch up with john um he's got all sorts of amazing new releases as you just heard just announced that was unplanned. I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> so fantastic. I'm dead excited for that. So, okay. Now, we f- seem to be focusing a lot on younger players, and you've just had about 20 minutes worth of piping, so it's about time that we look at the drumming world again. And whenever you talk about younger players in the drumming scene, uh, you can't look any further than a young Kerr McQuillan of Boghall and Bathgate, Caledonia, at the moment. Or should I give them their full title? People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. Care at the moment is absolutely tearing it up with online competitions. I think it had a great run uh, with Cooper Angus, their competition recently and all of that. So yeah, we contacted Care and asked him, would he give us a performance video? And yes, he kindly obliged. So Aaron, I think if you're there with the buttons, mate, uh, if we can share Care's performance now.
what about that? All full of stick tricks and everything. Absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, that was young Kerr McQuillan there. And I think with a bit of luck, uh, we should be having him join us now. There's Kerr. Hey. How's it going, mate? You're in your car. You're in a motor. Are you going somewhere? I'm actually uh, on a wee day out with the family at a farm. So, All right. There you go. And you decided to take time out to speak to us. Happy days. <laughs> Oh, you're just about there. I don't know. Yeah, good man. Well, we just watched you perform a set there. Can you tell us about what was that that we were just listening to? What would you call that? Uh, That was a wee jig from Lincoln Hilton called Letting Go. Um, I saw that on YouTube and I was quite inspired, especially with the melodic line of the tune. It's quite exciting and I like tunes like that that make you want to get up and dance essentially. And you there can get you right into the groove of it. So it was, it's quite easy to write as well. There you are. And I have to say, thank you from us on the Big Rab Show team. You actually put a score together for the Rab Show Hornpipe. So you did. So That's right, aye. That must have been one of those tunes for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that tune as well is it was very musical and easy to write. And they're the best kind of tunes that I love playing is musical tunes, easy there to write. You know. Yeah. So can I ask you then about Boghall and how you guys, how have you been coping with lockdown and all of that at the moment? We haven't really heard much from the Boghall camp. No, it's been quite quiet just now, but um, we've been doing a lot of online practices in Zoom. Uh, We've got a new medley in the making, which we're hoping to play this season, but obviously for the COVID we couldn't do it. But um, no, it's it's an exciting medley. It's one that a lot of effort's been put into it. So it's looking good from Bolko. Had a great season last year. Um, so it's a bit disappointing to not be in the grass this year and follow up. But you know, things are looking good behind the scenes. No, good stuff. And if anything, us as piping fans are dead excited to see you guys because the last time we seen Bog Hall on the grass was that medley selection you played at the Worlds last year that left everyone with open mouths yeah. and they go, oh, what was that? So what was it like being in the back line as you guys hit that last flam? What, what did you find about it? It's, it's a special feeling that you get, especially walking up to the line. It's a feeling that you can never replicate in any walk of life. It's brilliant. But then after that medley, especially um, the three jigs at the end, it was like, wow, we, we couldn't have done any any better. The pipe major was crying after it. It was, it was a special. <laughs> it was, honestly. And for people who haven't heard it yet, uh, we've played it on our Big Rab show you know, a number of times now. It's a bit of a favourite of ours. It's a fantastic set. So you should go back and watch that one. Trust me, it's a cracker. Uh, so rolling forward then, Kerr, you've been really tearing it up recently on online competitions and such, having a lot of success. Has that been a focus of yours recently? The main thing with online competitions for me was just keeping my hands going. But I was actually using that to practice for the World Solo Drumming, which is hopefully going to be coming up in December. Yeah. And I used it to kind of, for preparation, to try and get me used to playing under pressure because obviously there's no band season, so we don't get that pressure. So I was trying to do it online. But I feel maybe with online competitions that it's probably better in the future to go down the developmental route with it because um, it's good to get feedback in your performances and that's what I was doing but I think it creates an unlevel playing field at times and online competitions some people outside inside different acoustics as well yeah some people have better mics than others so um 
no, but it was good to get feedback, certainly. And there's a lot of good stuff coming out with RSPB about the world solo drumming. So I'm keen to keep an eye on that. Definitely, yeah. And care if anything, mate, I just want to say thank you for uh, ignoring the family on their day out and having the crack with us today. So thank you. No um, problem. So, yeah, we will be following you, of course, rolling into the solos, and we want to wish you the very best of luck, mate. Have a good chim. There you go. Thank you. All right, Kerr. Well, thanks for chatting to us. I'm sure we'll catch up right. with you again, I'm sure, at another point. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. <laughs> there you go. Kerr McQuillan there. What a legend. As Ah, absolutely brilliant. I'm so stoked to have care involved. Uh, such an amazing young talent there. I'm sure you'll agree. Okay. Moving swiftly on then, uh, we have another performance. Now, this is from a bit of a bagpiping legend. Uh, I'm sure you'll agree. We have Roddy S. McDonald joining us. Uh, he sent us in a performance video. and You guys know who Roddy is. He doesn't need any introduction, really. Uh, so, yeah. Aaron, if you have the button, mate, let's hit go. <laughs>
There you go. <laughs> what about that? So thank you to Roddy for sending that into us. And if anything, I think that's a new tune from Roddy called Air on a B-String. So yeah, fantastic stuff. Thank you, Roddy, for sending that in. Okay, we have another guest coming up now. Uh, of course, Piper with the mighty Field Marshal Montgomery. And he's been featured on many recordings by the mighty FM, uh, having a regular solo spot on, I think, the recent album was Impact. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Bradley Parker. So Bradley actually sent us in a recording. So with a bit of luck, here it is. Cheers.
<laughs> what about that? Bradley Parker there, absolutely brilliant, I have to say. I am nothing but a fan. So, yeah, I hope with a bit of luck we'll have Bradley joining us for a chat. There he is. Bradley, hey. how you doing, mate? How's it going? Not too bad. Yourself, mate, how are you? Hi, keeping well, thanks. You're missing the world like all of us, I'm sure. Uh, it's been a, a strange year, to say the least, I think. Just a bit, just a bit, yeah. So here, tell us about that track we just heard there. Uh, you were playing along with uh, two other quite beautiful people. You don't mind me saying so. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who was that? That's uh, Sophie Joyne on the piano and Brianna Wilson on the fiddle. So um, we both study at the conservatoire, all three of us. Um, and that was just a couple of tunes I've recently written um, throughout lockdown, actually. And then we just put together um, for a big rap show today, so. Ah, superb. So no one's heard these before. So these are uh, total new tunes, really, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. No one's heard them except my mates and my mum and dad pretty much up until now. So. There you go. Fantastic stuff. So, Bradley, I have to say, actually, last year, in 2019, you were involved in Piping Live. You actually had your own thing going, uh, holding your first gig there, I think, at the Piping Centre and all the rest. How did that go? That was great. Um, That was the first time... I had like a trio gig that day, so um, I had a couple of different musicians playing with me then. Um, that was Michael Biggins and Colin Convoy. So we got to do the Festival Club after the Scottish Power concert as well. And I dare say that was some crack, yeah. So it was great, lots of people, and it was great to see everyone as well and socialise. So missing that a good bit this year. There you go. So I have to say, well, you're obviously composing original music that we just heard. Uh, so I keep asking you, every time you come on a big rap show, we need to have a release from Bad Bradley Parker that I can play on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> will we Will we have anything in future? I'm going to ask you that question again. Yeah, well, <laughs> I recently started a band called Harbour Road. Um, I don't yes. know if you've seen that on Facebook. Um, yeah. So that uh, two... Brianna and Sophie that was playing with there, they play in the band. We've got another two um, great musicians on board for that. So that was due to be recorded back in June. Um, but with everything that's happening at the minute. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've got that on, on the go. So I'm hoping that'll be out by early next year. Just a wee EP. Yeah. Uh, and I recently joined a new band called Kjolinara. Um, and we're working on a, a new album. And we just released an EP this year, actually. Ah, see, there you go. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. So, where can people go and check this out? Um, so, uh, just Harbour Road on Facebook, um, for that band, and Kjolnara on Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, all that kind of thing. And there you go. So, fantastic stuff. So, Bradley, this being the Saturday of what would have been the Worlds, obviously you would have been in with the guys at FM fighting it out in the arena. Uh, it's now just after four o'clock on Saturday. What would you have been doing at this point last year? Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember if we played yet or not, but... Um, I'm not sure myself, actually. I don't know when FM um, was on with the medley selection. What, was it late on in the yeah, year? I feel like it was quite a late one. So probably just have been... Um, Getting the pipes out, getting them good to go, and just getting everything sorted and ready. Yeah, get game, game face on, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get our head in the game and just go for it. So, yeah. so we were chatting to Scott actually at the beginning of the beer tent, and he was talking about how things are in the FM camp, and everyone's just kind of waiting now, I suppose, for next season. I suppose you're in the same boat yourself. Well, um, I'd actually taken this year, um out of the band I'd taken a break 
um, mm-hmm. for this year anyway. So uh, it was just by chance that the coronavirus happened um, and everyone's in the same boat now. So yeah, um, yeah, two new medleys from the band and I'm sure everybody's keeping well in the band. I do miss the social side, but maybe next yeah. season all being well. Um, I could make it. I can make an appearance, but to have to just have to see what happens, really. Play it all by ear, mate. I think that's where we all are at this point. Yeah. But one thing's for sure, your piping audience will be here. We love the music that you're producing, Bradley, so keep up the amazing work, man. Uh, thank you for sending that video in. Um, if anything, we'll hopefully share that out, actually, uh, as a standalone video on our social media so people can check that out for sure. Uh, so, Bradley, yeah, thank you a million for joining us, mate. Uh, and taking time on your Saturday to have the crack with us. Uh, wish you every success for the future, mate. Keep us informed about these new releases. I'll oh. be wanting to grab a hold of them now. <laughs> and I'll hopefully they'll be out soon. So thanks very much for having me. Good man, Bradley. Thanks a million. Cheers. Cheers. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Grant, they are. Bradley Parker, what a legend. And such a young fella too, do you know? Such a talent. Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm talking to so many talented people today. It's crazy. So Bradley Parker, I'm sure you will agree, has some amazing new releases there. Uh, we're going to move on, actually, to another performance by another young, talented bagpiper and composer of note, I have to ask, or have to add, even. Uh, and that has to be Kyle Rothschild. Yeah, Piper with the mighty uh, St. Lawrence Atul. Uh, I don't know if you guys managed to catch St. Lawrence's video this morning. Has anybody seen that? That's simply brilliant, by the way. Oh, it just hit my mic there. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I figured uh, Kyle actually sent us in a little bit of a performance clip of him playing a tune or two. So we should have a little video of Kyle actually doing his thing here now.
<laughs> what about that? And that dive for the camera at the end there. Love that. <laughs> so that was Kyle Rothschild there. Now, you guys know Kyle quite well, obviously, as a front rank piper with the mighty St. Lawrence Atul, but he is a composer of notes, I have to say, with a couple of books out and everything. Uh, with a bit of luck, hopefully Kyle should be joining us uh, shortly for a bit of a chat. Um, hey, there he is. I am here. The man himself, Kyle. How are yes. you? Man? I I am doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Denmark, so I can't really complain. I know it's unbelievable. This is not world's weather, you know. And we've been saying well, this from the beginning. It's beach weather. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's almost barbecue weather. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I ask you then about that couple of sets there that you had managed to send us? That can you tell us about about them? Yeah. So. Um, I, I keep forgetting, you know, I put put out a new tune every so often, you know, and I forget about the old ones. And I was when I was asked to put in a couple sets here, I couldn't I couldn't choose. You know, every time I compose a new set, I listen to it over and over and it gets stuck in my head. And I was going back and listening to all these tunes and I, I was just grooving. Even even here, even though my, my video was off, I was just bouncing my head back and forth, you know. And I'm sure every composer here that you've had on will say the same thing. For every tune that we put out and that we love, there's probably about 20 tunes that we've thrown in the bin. Um, and mm-hmm. so the first tune, uh, The Night Flight, I wrote on a flight. It was an hour and a half flight from uh, from Copenhagen to Milano at night. Um, I had the bass basic down on it, and then I just added to it after that. And so that's why it's called The Night Flight. The, night the other flight. one's yeah. called uh, A Night in <laughs> Munich. Uh, that first one, it's a little older. And um, that one I wrote when I was still living in California and I, I was traveling back and forth to play with the bands. And one of the, one of the, one of the times I flew through Munich, but I had to spend a night in Munich and I had written the tune, but on the entire flight from San Francisco to Munich, minus a couple hours, I slept. I was listening to that tune over and over and over. So now <laughs> every time I hear it, I associate myself with being in Munich. So that's why I there called it the night in Munich. If anything, that's what I love when I talk to composers. Every tune is a story, do you know? And as you say, most of the tunes, well, not all of them that you write, all have stories with them. Uh, if anything, do you, want, do you want to talk about the couple of books that you have out, tunes from the flight deck and all of that? Do you want to tell us about your books? Yeah, so um, I started composing, oh, I don't know, maybe about a year or two into playing the pipes. I was always kind of that person that was, I hate to say it, but I was really just screwing up pieces that I should have known. And then I thought, oh, this this actually sounds pretty good. Um, and then I also played jazz saxophone. So I got a lot of experience there just soloing on top mm. of chords. And so for me, you'll notice a lot of times I got the piano, the chords going in the background. And progression and chords are, are very important to the way that I compose. Um, mm. So the first book I put out, Tunes from the Flight Deck, it's really um, all these tunes that I had built up from starting when I was a, a young kid through to now. And most of the tunes I wrote when I was on the plane, traveling back and forth to band practice. Yeah. Uh, so that's where the name tune from the flight deck came from. Cause I was, and a lot of the tunes are written was I was, you know, running through airports or whatever. <laughs> um, and then the second book that I just put out last year, uh, that was uh, tunes from the golden gate. So I'm originally from the San Francisco area. Yeah. And so I wanted to name a book, uh, after where I came from and kind of the yeah. heritage and I wanted to keep the tunes from theme. And that yeah. book is actually, I really love that book because it's not just me. 
um, I got to introduce a lot of young new composers that maybe wouldn't have had the opportunity to put themselves out in a book or hadn't had enough tunes to create their own book. And so I got the like, you know, John Dew, who we heard, he's got a couple two great tunes in there. And Danny mm-hmm. Hutchinson and Robin Mackay and John Lee and Zephyr Nickel, you know, for guys from the top bands. And I even I even twisted Alan, Alan Tully's uh, arm and I got one of his his jigs from the ah. 05 concert that the band put in. Uh, I got, I got that go. in there. So, folks, if you haven't seen any of Kyle's books, I don't know where you've been uh, because they've been everywhere. Uh, but honestly, as a way of a shameless plug, you need to grab them. They're worth a collection, I think, for sure. So, Kyle, obviously, this time last year, you would have been hanging out with the guys at St. Lawrence. How did you find uh, your worlds last year with uh, St. Lawrence at Toolbath? Oh, I mean, we go out there at practice, at competitions. And for us, it's about, you know, so I'm sure everybody will say it's about the music. You know, the competition is second. And we're happy when we come off and we play great music. And last yeah. year, we played some fantastic sets. Um, and 100%. We were, yeah. we were proud of ourselves. And when you can come off and hold your chin up high and you're proud of the way you played, doesn't matter what happens with the results. We were very, very pleased and proud. You know, we played quite early on, as I remember, on the Saturday. So by this point, we're probably in the beer tents. Um, yeah, <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> but um, no, we, we, you know, and the the guys and the band and Alan and Stephen, you know, they they do a really good job of of having a good group of guys that are just there to enjoy themselves and whatever happens happens. And we really just love the music that we play. That's it. And speaking of the music, uh, St. Lawrence at Tool have actually been churning out the videos this last while. Can I ask about the one that you guys released this morning, actually? Yeah. That was a, that was a clinker. Yeah, so um, quite early on after everything was cancelled, uh, Alan, Alan had this idea that, you know, because we, we do it for the music, that why not just get in there and keep putting out music like we would a competition anyways. Yeah. Um, so that was the guys were all for that and the guys have all worked 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 themselves so hard yeah um i mean i've been in the background i i do all the i've been putting together all the videos for the band and so mm-hmm. i i've been working quite closely with alan and steven and and i know what's gone into putting it together um and i know what the guys have gone through and you know what we've managed to do and especially today putting together that that rant that waltz rant and uh, it's a phenomenal arrangement that alan's great done. arrangement That's very fantastic. very musical yeah and the fact that we were able to get the guys together and to play it so well and we even you know midway through the the season here i'm still going to call it a season because we still played at every major i, I, I do it too yeah <laughs> and midway through the seasons we, we were able to contact murray blair and we got our own uh chanter sound set up for the band so you can download wow. it i think the pc sorry the slot chanter sound wow for and the for the blair digital chanter for the blair chanter so for wow. the back half, the back half <laughs> of those videos and this video um we we've got that chanter sound going with a couple other uh normal channels as well so um fantastic we we've worked hard we've put out good music and uh we really appreciate the feedback that everybody's given us on social media. Um, and I know Alan and Steven, if they were here, would, would be very grateful for everybody and the support that they've given us through this time. And we'll, we won't stop putting out music. There's no, nothing that's that's going to stop us. Keep going, keep going, man, because we are absolutely loving it. So, yeah, if you could feed it back to the rest of the band, we'd love it. 
keep it coming. It's fantastic. So, Kyle, to yourself then and the rest of the band, uh, honestly, every success for the future, mate. I hope you take care. Um, and obviously, if there's any new releases in that, send them our direction. We'd love to see them. Yeah, Of course, of course. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. No problem. Thanks for taking the time to chat to us and we'll hopefully catch you again. Cheers. Yes. See you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. There you have it. So that was Kyle. Wow, amazing. Amazing stuff. Uh, so guys, we're nearly drawn to a conclusion right now. So uh, I know everyone's getting depressed now, but believe it or not, there's still loads of piping content to be had on all sorts of different platforms as well as our own. But um, honestly, right now, if you guys are enjoying anything that we're putting out, please do uh, share this out with your mates and you know, give us a like and a comment and all of that sort of stuff below, you know, any kind of input at all. We'd really love to have it. So yeah, there you go. Rolling into our next guest then. We actually have a bit of a performance video highlighting a tune composed by our next guest. Uh, this, um, actually, let me check my notes. Yeah, Kyle Warren. Kyle Warren. Now you guys know Kyle. He actually released a new book and we're going to chat all about his new book actually coming up. And hopefully Andrew can actually, Andrew Schiller, they can hopefully join me for that chat because Andrew has a copy of it. Uh, so, <laughs> but first of all, we'll actually play a little uh, video performance of one of Kyle Warren's tunes here. Uh, it should be the Box Hill Bandit. short but sweet there that's punchy <laughs> so there you go a bit of stevie shedden there on the actual drums of course uh, but we should have the composer actually joining us now for a bit of a chat now mr kyle warren the box hill bandit composer himself kyle how are you mate are you well doing well thank you Rob. how are you good the very best although kind of suitably depressed that it's not world right now i think like everybody this weekend i'm feeling it i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was up in Glasgow yesterday for the first time since kind of lockdown all started in March. So that, yeah. that was kind of surreal in itself, you know, walking past the piping, oh God, the piping centre on a Friday or at least in World's Week, you know, and yeah. you know, perfect weather just to stand and listen to some good music with a beer and friends and, and what we all want to do and want, want to enjoy. So I know. 
it's just heartbreaking. If anything, viewers have been commenting saying, Rab, you're shining, and that's because I have a window right next to me, and the sun keeps coming in. It's not fair. This is not world's weather, let me tell you. <laughs> so, yesterday as well, and uh, I know when you see someone, it's so out of context almost, you know, you're, you should be seeing them on a Friday in the kilt, you know, and yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, it's all, it's all strange, but it, when you do see someone as well, you kind of remind yourself that we're all in the same boat, so there's, there's a little bit of kind of together through the isolation exactly more. exactly yeah so if anything i hope to add andrew shillery into the conversation because we want to talk about your book of course eat sleep pipe repeat there's andrew hey there you go yeah. you got a copy of the book there you do <laughs> there you go it's almost as if we planned that kyle um so for listeners of the podcast of course they would have heard our conversation where we talk all about the book how it was produced and the release of it and stuff uh but andrew you actually put together a bit of a review of the book uh what did you think of it first of all you have the guy in front of you here no pressure <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very much. Uh, uh, that was a, it's a great book. There's loads of really good tunes in there. Like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, thank that's you. It. Thanks, much, much appreciated for taking the time to have you look through it. So that's, that's great that you enjoyed it. It's a mixture of tunes, though. It's not just all original compositions. There's also like uh, kind of rearrangements of old favourites, I think, in there too, Kyle. Yeah, correct. So my first book was 10 years ago and it was 50 of my own tunes. And, and this time round, um, there's again most of them are my own tunes but then there's there's arrangements of some very famous kind of modern and classic pipe tunes and I guess it it does get to the point where it's hard to write new music especially at least without the fear of it being someone else's that that's that is the greatest fear because you might very innocently you know have heard something years ago and it's in the back Mm. of your head and then you put it out there and and it might not be yours that that, that's that's the biggest fear I have anyway of writing music you know but um yeah there's so much great music out there that in our you know in our world you know there could be a great hornpipe that you can change into a jig or you can change it into a different time signature and obviously maybe I used Caberfay in the book as an example when I was writing or explaining that you know Caberfay is a Strasbay it's a 4-4 march it's a jig it's a hornpipe it's a waltz everything yeah (laughs) great yeah there so in some ways i was hopefully trying to encourage or maybe show that opportunity you know and obviously i mean a lot of bands they are taking maybe traditional tunes and, and rearranging them obviously what you just heard there but obviously slot taking the the cameron and rant version i think street little originally turned into a, a rock and hornpipe so i mean yeah it's it's, a, it's an idea that i think more and more people are, are exploring and having fun with which is obviously what you want to do with the music you know outside of a con competition context you can just go to town on it you know that's it, and be ultra creative. Is there any one tune in there, Andrew, that really kind of drew your attention then? Uh, was probably that there, there? Box, Box Hill Bandit that we just heard. Like that, that, that tune is class. Like, uh, yeah, it's a there's, cracker. There's, there's especially, notes, like... Yeah, I was going to say, especially for drummers, you know, it just lends itself well yeah. to wellying into a snare drum. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, has there been any particular favorite tune of your own in there, Kyle, in that collection? Um, I, I think the ones that do start to take off a little bit, that's quite exciting to see, you know, and, and, I, and maybe the last time we spoke, I mentioned that as well. There's, you, you can't tell what, what which tunes are going to do that more, you know, or I, I might have the yeah. couple 
hand out to me and and they and they, they don't maybe take off the same as some other tunes so i guess that's why it's so subjective but I, you do try and get that broad range of like you know jigs and hornpipes and reels and marches so at least hopefully someone's going to get something out of the book you know whether they want it to be more yeah. style there's a few tunes in there that should tick that box and then if you want to the box or bandit and and whatnot tunes that are um yeah, very, very kind of in that modern style i guess as well so uh, for myself, I don't know if I've got a... <laughs> my favourite is one I just wrote the other week <laughs> that's not in the book. Maybe <laughs> 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 the best tune I've wrote so far. So at least I've got to start the book. <laughs> you know, um, one down and 49 to go. So There you go. Yeah, so we could possibly get another future release now. You never know. Uh, so, Kyle, you're wearing a Hawthorne shirt. Represent the Hawthorne. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> You guys had a class world, I have to say, last year. Andrew, did you manage to see the guys at Hawthorne last year? Yes, I remember seeing you on the on the green there. Kyle was was able to shake hands. I think you were you haven't even yet. I think what if you played before that? I can't remember. It was quite early for me, anyway. But early, uh, early day for the band and a, uh, a great experience. Um, obviously, and then the obvious stuff is we never made it to the final, which we'd have loved to have done, you know. And um, I think. Every band is probably nervous the first time they hit the line on that day. And for us, we had yeah. so many inexperienced players and many people hadn't been to the Worlds before. Some people hadn't, hadn't got on a plane or left the country before. So it was a, I was saying, again, I was saying to you before, Rab, it's, it's such a life, mm. it was a big life moment for a lot of people, you know. And, and I mean, as sure. is, if you're a piper or a drummer, it's pretty much the biggest day of your the life every year anyway, you know, regardless. But um, I mean, when you throw in the money aspect, obviously, to get the band across, you know, Hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty thousand dollars. No, that's that's pretty close to a hundred thousand pounds realistically. <laughs> yeah. Party traveling over. So of course you throw all that and you think about that on the line. You soon you soon you know there there is an excuse as to why it maybe doesn't go as well as you'd like it to go. Um, you know, it's a uh, aye, but uh I think over the piece that we, we got everything from it apart from the qualifying aspect, you know, we we exposed everyone to it, you know, and I think the band obviously will come back. It's very much in, uh, on the cards for the band. And that it's not a free run the next time, you know, I, I, in some ways I gave it, I gave it, I thought that it was a bit of a free run, you know, first time mm. you just got to get there and prove you can get there, you know, prove you can raise the money, you can take the time off work and everything. It's, and it's the same yeah. story with any foreign band, especially. And it's, but it's a great experience being in a foreign band at the world, you know, you're together for a week or two. The crack is awesome. I mean, it's, mm. That, that beats anything in playing in a local band, you know, just uh, living together, partying together, pra- practicing yeah. together. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a great experience. So I, I'm, I'm really glad we did it. Um, uh, no regrets in, in, in trying to do that. And of course, it, it's a big commitment for everyone. Um, but I, and full respect to the bands that do that time and time and time again, you know, especially the bands yeah. that, that every year um, or the bands that can do that every year with a very similar lineup. That, that's, that's huge as well. That's, yeah, so you definitely get that appreciation. Massive, yeah. No, honestly, that's it. Bands who travel thousands of miles every year to the worlds. I don't know. So much respect for me. You know, I, I don't know. It's incredible. Uh, so, Kyle, can we just ask, what is the future for yourself then? Uh, obviously, people can now go and get your book from any reputable supplier, but yourself as a player, uh, what's happening with yourself then? Are you still playing the pipes at all, as well as composing? Uh, um, uh, right now, no, the pipes have been under the bed since March, to be honest. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> one but there you go um young family in there is my excuse i guess but uh, i am back in scotland so um back with phil marshall which for for a couple of months there was was a game which was fantastic you know to get that chance to stand in the oh, yeah um and uh so 
just sitting tight like everyone else, hoping that we get out soon and and and, and get into 2021 in some form, hopefully. Um, and then, of course, the book was at least like when the the season and and you're you know you're teaching, you're traveling, and all the exciting stuff you're looking forward to kind of disappears. That the book, the one yeah. thing I didn't disappear from you which is awesome so i was able to focus on that and really enjoy it as much as anything else so like you say it's right now it's 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 available in almost any country in the world where bagpipes exist you know um so <laughs> please check out your local retailer first but um of course you can hit me up on, online as well at my website and 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 find the book it'll keep you going through winter hopefully um and then uh yeah no musically i'm i'm probably leaning towards the album side of things again for next year it was 10 years since i did the book last and it's also next year will be 10 years since my first album came out so again it's another kind of milestone that feels like the right time there's a book full of music that i would like to record you know i think there's enough good tunes in there for sure that i would like to kind of lay down as well so there's there's enough to keep us we've got another uh, little baby on the way as well so it'll be three children under three so um, oh congratulations there you go yeah (laughs) congratulations all and winning you know so yeah (laughs) so there you go all sorts of exciting things i had in your future then kyle for sure mate yeah uh, so, if anything, I have to say, massive thank you for joining us here on the show, mate. And we wish you every success with, you know, the book and hopefully a new album and all of that. And, of course, then, well, you know, your incoming season with the Mighty FM. Yeah, wish you well, mate. Yeah, i uh, just like to say well done to everyone, all your team today, for putting us on. I've, I've been in since the start, and it's been great, and I appreciate it. it's probably no mean feat putting it on. So, well done to everyone. Take care. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. I, yeah, technology's not our friend today. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the guys in the team have been working crazy hard behind the scenes. But so, yeah, it's been great. Thank you very much, Kyle. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Take care. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> there you go, Kyle Warren. So that's pretty much us. So if we can have Aaron McElwain back, I think we had uh, Deej might have uh, he might have left. I think he had to go and pick up his kids or something. Uh, I'm not sure where Alicia is. Alicia might have had to go and handle the wee bairn as well, I think. Yeah. Um, Hello, Aaron. Alicia's on her way back in now. She's oh, just, is she? Good stuff, yeah, good stuff. She'll be in joining us very shortly here. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I think she is just now, actually. I just got the notification up there. So it's hard to believe. This beer tent. That, I know. I honestly thought that this uh, wouldn't work and we wouldn't get this far hi alicia hi i'm back (laughs) you're back hi uh so yeah i think we can all breathe a bit of a sigh of relief now uh, it's probably me having a live stream sorry everybody (laughs) oh there we go there we go that's okay that's better i'm not hearing myself echoing now uh so guys have have all of you seen this oh i'm upside down you seen these Look at that. I don't I haven't worn it yet, so look at me, I'm a model. Ooh. Yeah, the Brig Rab Show face masks, shameless plug. Uh, but you can get these now on the website. And there goes my glasses. For goodness sake. Uh, people with glasses um, don't mix with face masks. I, so I got, oh, Andrew's got an industrial one. one. Check this out. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Hello but, but it's not done yet, let me see. You have a prop, you need a G1 or yeah, G1, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. yeah, G1. A G1 face mask. That, that's a proper face shield there, Mucker. That, that's class. Uh-huh. I, I, we're working yeah, on the prototypes. Up. I think, yeah, working on the prototypes. Uh, so, Alicia, Aaron, Andrew, you guys have been working flat out behind the scenes at this beer tent thing. Uh, I know I've been on camera, but you guys have been behind camera 
working like crazy people. So thank you all for putting this together. It's been a little bit of a shambles. Since we started. (laughs) No. (laughs) In fairness, I have been on and off. So really, it's Andrew and Ern. So well done to the boys and yourself. Well, there you go. Yeah. And if anything, I have to say to everyone who's been sending in messages, by the way, this phone of mine has been going buck daft since we started. So thank you to everyone who's messaging in. We really hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of us have worked, you know, putting all of this together, uh, let's with all the drum majoring content, which has been fantastic, by the way. We do hope to have more videos in the future, actually, on drum majoring. Mm. So we'll just tease that a little bit. Yeah. So that will be Alicia. She'll be taking care of all of that. Never let, Aaron, said, of course, never let it be said that we do not concentrate on drum majors with the big on drum majors. No, if anything, I, I yeah, we get criticism for that, but I really don't think it's deserved now at this point because we've got Alicia on the team. Come on, you know, awesome drum major extraordinaire. So anyway, uh, so uh, Aaron, for all of your graphic work, all of these backgrounds wouldn't be possible without Aaron. So thank you, along with all of our adverts and stuff. And look at Alicia's beautiful kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew, for all of your video work, mate, honestly, putting all these clips and stuff together for all our performers, it's just fantastic. Thank you, everyone. And to everyone who joined us, actually, took the time to out of their day, you know, to talk to us. Uh, honestly, just this wouldn't be a show without them. So thank you, everyone, uh, for being involved. I don't really want to single people out and start naming and specific thank yous, but honestly, everyone involved, it was simply amazing. Now, Something we have a... Exactly. Yeah. We have a bit of a special announcement actually at the end of the beer tent uh, for something for you guys to check out tonight. Actually, uh, we're launching the Big Rab Show store again. Again. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Right now it's under lock and key. Only Patreon subscribers can get access to it, but we are opening the doors. So if you want to get your Big Rab Show face mask or where else is it? Have it here beside me. Woo, Big Rab Show water bottle. Woo, look at that beauty there. Yeah, we have these for sale as well. We've got tons of other Rab Show merch up there. So that's that'll the be on the Rab Show store. The door's unlocked now and everybody can look. It's open now. There you go. Open for awesome business. stuff. BigRabShow.com forward slash shop. Go and shop to your heart's content. So guys, have any closing thoughts then before we go? Up the lagging. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see next year. Come on, my boy. Amazing. We're getting finished up at five o'clock here. It's a pity the world's finale couldn't be finished this early. Oh, shots uh-huh. fired. There you go. Yeah. Aaron, do you want to give a come on, Klaus Kelt? You. Oh, yes. Come on, Klaus Kelt. We will. Uh... Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully be able to uh, make a good impact in grade one uh, next year. You're just going to have to wait that wee bit longer to hear us debuting in grade one. Um, but I am massively excited about it. Um, the yeah. whole band um, is massively excited about it. And obviously with the restrictions lifted um, in the last few weeks there, we've been able to start getting um, some practices started again. Obviously, oh, brilliant. different than what we would normally have because we have to stay in separate groups. The drummers yeah. mostly outside and things like that. Um, and <laughs> just adhering to the rules, obviously, they're a wee bit more relaxed in Northern Ireland than they would be in Scotland um, and yeah. possibly England and things like that. Um, but no, we're, 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 we're positive and we're excited about it. I think every person in the band at the moment is excited 
and just can't wait to get it going. And, you know, when we think about it logically, you know, this is the time of year when you just stop and everything sort of like gets it done. You have another, yeah. maybe one contest in Northern Ireland to wrap it up for us. But it feels like we're already in the middle of, of, of next year and getting ready. You know, you've had that <laughs> head start. So yeah, all positive. And I, I, as I say, I'm really looking forward myself to getting out, not just in grade one, but actually just getting out and playing and doing the thing that you Aye. enjoy. There's nothing better for me than standing with a bass drum surrounded by absolutely wonderful pipers and, and a great drum corps. And obviously we'll be looking forward to go. seeing the changes because of our new leading drummer coming in. Uh, Mr. Gary Corkin. So that's that's gonna uh, be something to look at. Exciting times, exciting times at Close Cold. I think the winter's going to be a wee interesting one where um, education comes in. So for some of the piping and drumming schools, um, I know there's two within Northern Ireland, but that's going to be have its challenges because of this whole COVID thing Mm. going on. Yeah. So um, I hope it goes well and the students get as much out of it as possible. To build upon yeah. their education, you know, for next season as well, because obviously, at the end of the day, the bands benefit from that, don't they? That's hundred percent. And we don't know obviously well, what what changes are going to come off it. Obviously, the science is changing every day. So, you know, if you'd said to all of us maybe three four months ago, you know, the end was nigh. You know, we thought, is there ever going to be an end to this? You know, we're all in lockdown now. We seem to be easing out of it at different paces, different countries, etc few setbacks and I think there's going to be some more but everybody just stays positive and, and remembers the big picture which is it's all about the music that's it exactly so guys rolling forward rolling forward I'm just aware that another media outlet has just gone live actually our colleagues there in Tartan Town have a world's redo I think they're actually looking back over previous years of world championships thank you to everyone who's tuned in today we hope we've managed to keep you entertained this afternoon uh, with all our performances and interviews and all of that again if you like anything that us and the Big Rab Show team have been doing then certainly drop us a like below share this with your mates um, yeah tell them about our show and what we're trying to do Spread the love of Highland piping and drumming. <laughs> so I think we're going to play out actually with a special performance that was given to us uh, by the guys of the Piper's Trist. I think we have a video lined up. Uh, but from all of us here on the Big Rab Show team, I want to bid you all a very fond farewell. Cheerio, everyone. And we'll play out now with the Piper's Trist. <laughs>
<laughs> there you have it, folks. That was the Big Rab Show Beer Tent event. Now, all of that was done live, I have to say. There was no, uh, I don't know, there was no kind of jiggery-pokery editing and none of that nonsense. It was all done mostly live. All I've really done for this week's podcast is edit out the silences in between us talking and hitting play on a performance or something like that. So, guys, I have to say, this week's episode is a huge episode in duration, but it's also huge with the sheer volume of incredible people involved in this. I have to give full, full credit to the guys at the Big Rab Show team who worked insanely hard on this. So thank you to everyone on the Big Rab Show team. We worked very hard on it. And uh, yeah, we're so proud of the show that we managed to produce. And if anything, a lot of people got in contact with us following the Beer Tent event and saying, wow, that was incredible. To be able to host a live show like that for, for three hours was simply brilliant. So thank you to everyone who got in contact with this and said those kind words. Uh, but also, this now lay, lays the groundwork for future live shows of a same nature. Uh, so who knows? We did tell you that we are developing our YouTube content, so this could be the way of the future for the Big Rab Show. Yeah, we may we may be presenting more online shows like this in future. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that, and we'll certainly keep you informed. Now... Before we go, we have to say a huge, huge thank you to all of our incredible guests who were involved, who sent us in performance clips and videos and things, and to everyone who took the time to talk to us. Honestly, from the bottom of our shoes, we cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your Saturday to hang out, drink cups of tea, and talk about bands with us. It was just simply brilliant hanging out with all of you. And to everyone who tuned in online to watch it live, even if you didn't catch the full thing, We hope you've managed to enjoy this audio form of it. And honestly, some of the performances are incredible and, yeah, simply not to be missed. So, yeah. And if anything, we actually have quite a lot of exclusive performances as well, just for the Rab Show. So, yeah, shout out to Bradley Parker there, unveiling new music. And John Doe as well, using our platform to announce he's releasing an album. So many incredible moments. Honestly, guys, it was just incredible. And uh, we, yeah, just had the best time. So, we hope you've enjoyed it. If you would like to help support us, of course, and you like the work that us and the Rab Show team are doing, then go ahead. You can support us all by checking us out on Patreon. Like every other podcast or radio show out there, we do have a Patreon. And, yeah, every click of support really does count, and it means the world to us, especially during these difficult times. uh, Because, yeah, it helps us produce more incredible content like what we did over the past weekend. So if you'd like to see more stuff like that, plus a load of exclusive Patreon-only content, then check us out on Patreon. Click support. Also, don't forget, check out the Big Rab Show store. Like we said at the very beginning, Rab Show store is now open. You can check out all your exclusive Big Rab Show merch. And, uh, yeah, even some old favorites are back, like the, uh, the, the tiles. Big Rab Show tiles, the golf tiles, were incredibly popular. And we've also brought back the old faithful red and black hoodies. So we have those as well. Plus a load of old new stuff as well. So go and check that out. TheBigRabShow.com. All your merchandise is there. Plus the Patreon and all of our special offers. And that's all on TheBigRabShow.com. That's where everything is. Alright folks, this week has been an episode of a difference. If you've lasted to this long in the podcast... You deserve a medal, but we really hope that you've enjoyed this week's content. Um, like I said, it was a labor of love. Um, and yeah, full credit goes to the guys of the Rab Show team. Simply incredible work, guys. Well done. 
Okay, that's me. I'm out the door. That has been another episode of the Big Rab Show podcast. And yes, next week, normal service shall be resumed and we will be featuring another topic of the week as expected. Yes, so you guys can get in contact with us as always. If you liked what you just heard, then definitely let us know and we'll hopefully be doing more shows like this in future. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And to those of you who've emailed in this past week, don't worry, we will be bringing your emails to next week's show. So don't worry, we're not ignoring you. We just wanted to feature the beer tent on this week's episode. So we will be bringing your mail, your listener mail, to next next week's episode. There you are. All right, guys, wherever you are listening to this, we hope you're keeping the very best, staying safe, and we hope that you're still enjoying our incredible music. Yes, we didn't have a piping season this year, but the music's still there. It's people are still there. And us on The Big Rab Show are doing what we can to try and keep us all together and keep us loving our incredible instrument, the Great Highland Bagpipe. Until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions, Inverarian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>